Welcome to the White Light Channel. I am Jess Lee Williams, your spiritual life coach, energy worker, and creative. This podcast is about making the sacred simple. Connecting with ourselves on a deeper level and understanding spirituality in practical ways that can help us in our everyday life. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the White Light Channel. I am so excited to introduce you to my beautiful soul sister today, Amy McKenzie from Designing Her Life. Amy was actually my very first life coach back when I was studying coaching a few years ago and since then we have grown together on this journey and actually become really beautiful friends. So I'm so, so grateful for her. Today we have a conversation around connecting with our soul and following what is true for us rather than the way society or our industry would tell us is right. Amy shares her experience of ticking all the boxes in her coaching business and becoming successful only to realize that something felt really wrong for her. And this led her to a soul awakening, which was one of the hardest but most rewarding things she's ever said yes to. This is a, such a needed conversation because ah, sometimes it's it's so hard to follow what is true for us, especially when it goes against the grain, but it's probably the most important thing we can ever do. Amy is a soul guide and mentor. She's also a healer and intuitive, and I'm so honored to, sh- to share her wisdom with you today. Enjoy. Hello, beautiful. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's so juicy to reconnect. We were just talking beforehand about how long ago it was that we actually connected and we're going to have to find this out because we're not sure, but maybe about three years. Yeah, at least at least four years ago that we were like introduced to each other and yeah. came into each other's orbit. And that was right back when I was studying coaching and then you became my coach through that process, which I'm so grateful for because it brought us together. And then we've kind of continued on that journey since then. And I'm so grateful to you because you gave me such a beautiful foundation with holding space for people Mm -hmm. because being able to experience it on the other side as a client, there were just so many times and probably still to this day where I know what it felt like to be held in that space and what you did for me that I then was able to show up and know what they needed in that moment and what would help them and what it felt like to be held. So I just want to, yeah, send you so much love and gratitude for being there for me on that journey. Oh, that means a lot to me to hear. And I really feel that I know what it, I, I know what that's like as well to have space held and to be shown how good it can feel to have another person to have your back and guide you and support you. And I don't take it lightly when I get to do that for other women, especially incredible women like you. Aww. Aww. <laughs> we'll just sit here and like love, <laughs> love on each other. other. Yeah. But the reason that I was so excited to bring you on today for a chat is because of some posts that you did recently. And what, was, what did you title the posts? I can't remember now. Um, I titled them How I Lost Myself in My Business. Mm, so powerful. So, like when I saw that, I was like, oh, I need to read. <laughs> and it was over three posts. And as I read them, I, every part of me was like, oh my God, that's me. Oh my God, that's me. I totally get everything that you've said here. 
And so I really thought that this was an important conversation to have because there's so many women out there doing their own businesses on their own journey. And it can be confusing when we, you know, maybe our heart's leading one way, but society is saying something different, or even the people in our own industry have a specific way of doing something, but we're feeling like it doesn't quite feel right for us. And so I really wanted to have this conversation so that we could share our experience and what our journey has been like, I guess, to give people permission to do the same. Mm. Um, and just to hear from others that it's normal to have those feelings too. Yeah, I really appreciate you making space for this conversation. And from those posts, I actually received a lot of messages of, I've felt this too, but I didn't know how to articulate it or basically didn't feel that it was okay to say something like this. And so yeah. it really was. And that was definitely behind me sharing it was a big permission slip for anyone that might be having those little stirrings, you know, that little feeling in your gut that you can't quite explain sometimes, but you know something's not right or something's up and permission to really lean into that and listen to that. And that exactly what you just said, it is actually normal to not even in an industry of other heart-centered, amazing women you are allowed to think something different. You are allowed to say, I respect them. I love them. I really, really resonate with, with what they're creating, but I feel something different. Mm -hmm. That is what a leader does as well. And I think that's really important because sometimes it can feel really scary to be the one that steps out from the crowd or that all of these other people that you respect have one opinion, but yours is actually something different and what it takes within to be able to step into that. It, it's a lot. And I really want to hold space for women to find that power within themselves and that level of discernment too, so that mm. it doesn't matter who is telling you something, your voice is the one that you listen to. Ah, uh, yes. Oh my gosh. And oh, there's so much power in those words. And you by hearing that you say that, I know that there has been such a journey behind those words because yeah. it's easy to hear them or say them, but to really have conviction in them, we have to go through that process of really doubting ourselves and trying the things and then realizing it doesn't feel right and then questioning and then going, oh, fuck it, I'm just going to try something else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to leave or let things go or say no, you know, say no to this thing that doesn't feel right. And I and part of your post said that it feels quite lonely as well when we make yes. those decisions and possibly step away from the crowd and trust that we're going to be caught in that. So I want to honour you for not only having the conversation but going through the journey of mm. it because I know what that feels like. Tell me, what has been your journey that you shared on the posts? Yeah, so um, I started by talking about um, when I first became a coach and that was, I graduated uh, in 2015 and I went all in. I was, um, you know, I prided myself on being the like teacher's pet, you know, number one student. I gave it everything I had. I did everything that was asked of me. And because of that, I did come out as quite a confident coach and I really launched straight into my business um, full time because I it was circumstantial. It wasn't, I didn't leave a corporate career and just wing it and, and jump into business, which I think is really important to, to also highlight. For me, it was 
all of the um, all of the situations in my life and moments leading up until that point had set me up that I was able to simply just go straight into having mm-hmm. all the time to spend on my business. And I was hitting all of the markers that I had been shown and taught were important. And all of the women that I respected, admired, um, felt so deeply inspired by, I saw what they were doing. I listened to what they were teaching and telling other women to do if they wanted to also have their own successful coaching business. And I hit every single one of those things. And so, you know, I went along for about a year, actually, let's say 18 months where it was just head down, bum up, hustling, hitting those markers. And I felt so good at the time because I was like, I'm, I'm, you know, everything that I can vision and all that I want, I'm ticking those boxes. And as someone who is very action orientated, driven, and also likes things to be tied up in a neat little box of this is what you do, tick that box next. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was meeting all of those parts of me. And so for a while it felt really good and people were responding and my business was growing and I was getting incredible opportunities that again matched what I had been told was a good thing. So you will get speaking opportunities. You'll be invited onto podcasts. You will stand on stages. You'll, you know, start to book out your um, calendar with clients. Mm -hmm. All of those things were happening. And then it was about the end of 2017. And I had this, you know, I call it a come to Jesus moment. I'm not religious. I just use Mm -hmm. that term as in that really like on my knees kind of experience where I realized that something was wrong Mm -hmm. and I was receiving really strong messages that I was going the wrong way. And at the time I couldn't understand it because on paper and from everyone else's perspective, from an outside point of view, I was doing all the right things and I was succeeding And life was better than it ever had been for me before on my own personal journey. And yet that voice was really clear and really loud that I was going the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Because of all that I knew and because of this incredible coaching skill set that I had, I knew that that voice couldn't be ignored. I knew (laughs) that I needed to hold some space for myself and figure out what was going on here. And that's when I really started to explore what didn't feel good. Why was it the wrong way? And as I started to ask questions, it was like, and that next year from that point, so 2018, was the the year of veils lifting, it felt like bombs being dropped. Mm-hmm. You know, I, everywhere I turned, I saw things differently. And what happened inside of me was that I started to not feel that I fit into the spaces that I once did. I started to feel that even the work that I was doing with through my coaching and the spaces I was holding for women, what I was teaching, none of that felt right anymore. Basically it put a big question mark against everything. And how did that feel for you to like, because obviously your intention behind everything that you have ever done in this work and beyond, I'm sure, has come from the heart and really wanting to serve people in the best way, you know, for their highest potential. And then to kind of get whacked and go, I'm sure it, had, it was serving them exactly as they needed in that moment. But for you to kind of have that ego hit 
possibly of going, well, maybe that, maybe I should be doing something different here. Like, how did that feel for you? It felt, and I love that you, yeah, I love that you brought us to that point because it was earth shattering. Like it felt, I can feel emotion even now still sitting there because I remember what that felt like in that moment, which was, am I a fraud? Have I done something wrong? How could I get here? What have I been thinking? What have I been doing? And so much guilt and shame that as a woman who prides herself on integrity and um, vulnerability and making those aligned right choices had somehow gotten so far. But in that, and I needed that, I had to strip myself back like that. And I believe that's true for all of us. To have a true, I guess, soul awakening, you, you've got to meet all parts of yourself. And that includes feelings of guilt, shame, embarrassment, yeah. fear. And I felt all of it. I honestly wanted to just shut up shop and go and hide and pretend that I had never said anything of what I'd said or done anything of what I'd done. Like it's like that would have been so easy to just go, oh, whoops, big mistake, I'm out. But a part of me knew that this was just, this was my becoming. This was a part of my process. And I still believed in women's power. That never faltered. That didn't change. I still believed in the incredible women that I had worked with and all of the things that I had discovered and found out, I just realized that the way that I had been showing up for it and the way that I had been building my business around it was no longer in alignment. And I think that's a really important piece for any soul awakening, for any evolution, for any personal growth is that we will have a time where we realize that what we previously backed and believed no longer stands true mm -hmm. and it's being able to release that and not making that wrong. So mm -hmm. I then realized none of the work that I'd done up until that point was wrong. All of the, all of the incredible women and what we had done was still 100% true and aligned. It was just that at this point in time it was shifting and changing. Yes, totally. And I can vouch for that because... We did two coaching series together in that state and they were amazing and they were exactly what I needed at that time of my life. And so oh, I love that you've said that because it's almost, I see it like this transitioning to this new stage of who you are. And I pulled a card before this, um, before this call, which is the courageous peony. And it's this woman standing here with these lights shining within her and around her and all of these peonies blooming. And it says multifaceted, unique nature, let yourself be seen. And it's like, it's just opening up to this new level of who you are as a woman and then attracting in the people who are ready to meet you at that, at that stage and what now you've got to bring through on that next stage. And then of course there'll always be more, awakenings and more openings and it doesn't make any of it wrong or bad but I I just want to honor you so much for actually going within and having like shining a torch and illuminating those parts of yourself that feel yuck you know that it feels yeah. so hard to go to and I remember that yeah that you took I think you took time off social media and I yeah. saw you come on every now and then and you were having a lot of like healing sessions and and um, witnessing that from the outside was inspiring in itself. You know, even those times that would have felt hard 
for you and you would have been questioning yourself, like as you've just said, from the outside, there was never any question of any doubt of mm. you or who you are or of your journey. And all of it has been inspiring in its own way. And I think for us to remember that we don't have to be perfect, you know, for everyone to remember that we don't have to be perfect, that we're always evolving and there's always, you know, and I think going on a journey of becoming a coach or a leader or some kind of role like this, we can have this, I think right at the beginning, there can be this perception of, oh, well, you've got to have all your shit together and you're (laughs) like, (laughs) you're never going to go through anything again and you have to have all the answers. And it's like, no, you actually get to show up fully as yourself and share the journey. And that can be the most inspiring thing of all, like you've just said, from people reaching out from your post. Absolutely. And I think a huge part of, I guess, how it can happen is is placing our identity into our business. And Mm. so that's why it was so earth shattering, not because the work that I'd been doing wasn't beautiful and right and, and, and exactly as it needed to be but because I had placed all of my worth, all of my value, um, every single validation that I looked for as a human being, I had put it all into my business. So so you can only imagine what happens. And and I know this to be true for so many of us where, and it might not be a business, it might be a relationship, it might be a, a certain status level in your career. But when we place, our worth and who we are as a human being into something external to ourselves, it leaves us open for it to be shattered to pieces like Mm -hmm. that because we are never, our identity is not within anyone or anything other than ourselves. And so it really brought all of those parts into question of, well, who am I really then? Yes. Oh, that question. Yes. Oh, my God. I've had that so many times. Who am I really? Yes. I love that. Let's go there. (laughs) Yeah. And it was like a bit more like, who the fuck am I? What the fuck (laughs) am I doing with my life? So it can be also very aggressive and dramatic. (laughs) And I just want all the answers now. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that that was another part of it is that, as I mentioned, being someone that really found worth in doing and in action taking, it was very much like, well, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Like yeah. I was like, I'm okay to pivot. Fine. I'll burn it all down if that's what I have to do. But just where do I go? What yeah. do I do? And it was such a lesson in surrender. Mm. And I have still been surrendering. So just to paint the picture too, it's 2020 this has been end of 2017 and I am still letting pieces of that go and surrendering to that. Mm-hmm. So it's a three-year process of of like, no, you don't get the, the action map plan mm-hmm. um, of what steps to take. You are going to have to soften and surrender and, and go through shadow times and light times and that's how you're going to find out who you are. Uh, yes. and do you feel like I'm sure you'll be able to relate to this and many women on on this podcast will I'm sure like me you've had this feeling within you that you're there's somewhere that you're going there's something that you're doing and you can maybe you get glimpses of it and you feel it and you 
like you just know that there's somewhere big that you're going and that you've got a big purpose and, you know, and you know that you're on the path to getting there. But I think that when we have that feeling within us, we can go, okay, well, I need to know the answers because I can feel it and I know it's coming. But that can, it can be very difficult to be patient when we, when we can feel it, you know, when we feel what's coming ahead we're like well okay I don't want to have that big gap between here and there I want to be able to I want to be able to know the answers now and like you've just said it is such an act of surrendering and what I've found is like there is actually so much beauty in that as well when we let ourselves slow down and be in the process of it and we allow the spaces that's when so much can actually drop in hey rather than trying to figure it out absolutely and Something that I've realized within that and definitely last year for me, you know, the all of 2019 was me having that remembering that our soul knows the way. So she's actually already got the divine map, but that doesn't ever get gifted to us. We don't ever get to see the full picture of where we're going and what we're doing. So even Mm -hmm. this idea of us being sold that we can map out our entire purpose, yes. map out our entire life. Oh. I'm like, I call bullshit. Same. Oh my God. Yes. I'm so glad you've said this. This is what I said in my first podcast episode. I said, I don't believe we need to know like exactly where we're going or what the path is. Mm-hmm. I think we just need to keep working on ourselves so that as the next thing presents itself, we're ready to go. You know, we can keep exactly. opening up to it. And uh, I feel like, yes, we can manifest and yes, we can create the vibration that we want to be in so that we can align with it all. But I've totally stepped out of the trying to trying to like have the vision and create it for myself because I feel like then I'm trying to step away from this beautiful path that's already there for me. Like I just want to keep showing up for that. Yes, exactly. And that knowing that that is what, you're like so people talk about well how do I complete this soul mission and this was me because exactly what you said Jess I had that like from I've known from the moment I came out of the womb space I'm here for something yes you know like I felt it yeah (laughs) my whole life has been like well what am I here for then what am I here for and I thought that I'd found it and that's why it was such a derailing process but in that realizing oh my gosh it's not about what I can create and what I think this vision is it's about tuning into this incredible soul that resides in my human body that wants to gift me so much Mm. she wants me to feel the highest vibrational frequencies she wants me to have things that I could never possibly imagine for myself and that's the point. If we're trying, if we're so busy over here curating and creating what it's all got to look like, we are missing what our soul actually has for us here. Yes. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that they, and even when we look at manifestation, even when we look at calling in, you know, soul guidance and light and all of the good stuff so much of it is given and gifted to us in ways that we never would have thought of. Mm -hmm. It's not in the ways that our human mind likes to attach to or um, even can possibly understand or comprehend it. 
So mm-hmm. living a life in alignment with your soul and actually being here to complete your soul's mission means that what we have to do every single day is meet the humanness within us that wants that control and needs safety. We honour that. We give that part of ourselves love and nurturing and remind ourselves that we are safe. And then we come over to our soul and we ask her what she wants us to receive, do or um, action in the world. And it's that, that is when we're in the magic of who we really are and what we're here for. And that's without needing to know any of it. (laughs) (laughs) And in the humanness of it, that our soul knows her own medicine, like that we can tune in at any time and actually be in our body and connect with ourselves and ask ourselves those questions and go inwards. And the more that we, like I've found and I know that you will have found like the more that we can just keep connecting in with ourselves and going like really getting deep into what's coming up for us and helping, especially lately, like I've been going to the edges of myself of the parts that feel like that I've, I automatically want to shut off from or not go there. And it's like, okay, well I'm going to soften into that and I'm actually going to go there and expand into that instead. And by doing that, everything expands, doesn't it? Everything expands. And that has actually been the most powerful thing that I could do for my business was to actually (laughs) show up for myself in that way. For example, how many times have I sat down and tried to plan out like a six-week course? So many times. I've tried to think it all out perfectly. How much is it going to cost? Blah, blah, blah. How am I going to market it? And like it just hasn't happened. And then... You know, I've just been doing so much work on myself and like I've just said recently, like really going to those edges and showing up fully as that version of me and there's still a lot more I haven't tapped into, I'm sure. But by doing that, the the intuition like is just creating that space. It's just dropping in and like the other morning, I just knew I had to do a post about a six-week intuitive um like program course just coming together really and I had people messaging me all about it because they could feel the energy of me showing up from that place and it was like holy moly I just like put out one post and you know look what happened when all these years I've been trying to come up with a program literally from working on me first and showing up fully as me and so it's just really interesting when we come from that place of actually just wanting to expand into our full selves and listen to our soul and what she wants to bring and what actually wants to be birthed through us rather than trying to think it out. It's so powerful. I couldn't agree more. And I love that you're getting to like live and lead from that place. Mm. It really is life changing. And it is, it's also, and I think it's important to say, that it is not the easy path. No. Why we resist it. It's why we bump up against it. It's why, you know, I said to someone the other day, if if I could say to you, here on this hand, you can have a, a limited version of your abundance, success, soul magic, all of it, limited edition, but I can hand it to you right now. Or on this side, I can give you the most expanded version beyond your wildest dreams, but it's going to take longer for you to receive. That's why we keep signing up to the 
six figures in six week courses. Mm -hmm. Why we keep saying yes to trainings, teachings, marketing that sells us quick, fast status numbers. It meets the human part in us that wants it, wants to understand that needs that sense of safety, control, certainty. And that's why even though we say, I want the most expanded version, I want to be the, the fullest version of me, I want to unleash my soul into the world, I want to share my voice, I desire to be seen. Mm -hmm. It's why even though we feel all of that, we know all of that, we keep defaulting and going for that quick version. Even though we are starting to see that there is time and space needed. Mm -hmm. That to truly access our soul and what we're really here for, it's a lifelong journey. It is. So yeah. no, no three-day training or nothing is going to give us that with the click of our fingers. It can all be experiences. So the beautiful women that are going to get to be a part of your experience, Jess, this is a moment in their journey for them. Exactly. This is an activation, a chance to come home to themselves to remember and they're going to need about a million more of those moments, 100%. just like we all do. Yes, 100%. <laughs> oh, totally. And this is something that I've been telling myself as well over the last, especially this year, I'm like, oh, they were right. There really is no quick fix. <laughs> well, it really does take, you know, a lifetime and years and it's like that's okay that's actually really good like to just go slowly and go through it piece by piece and build the foundations the strong foundations because we not only need to build the strong foundations in our business we need to build it in ourselves. and we by doing that we we get such a conviction and knowing of who we are that no one can rattle that because it's our own learning we've embodied it we've integrated it all over and over again and we've lived it and that's that's what we need to do like otherwise we're just preaching from a book really like we've got to go through the process of showing up over and over again and living it yeah and even when you say that and you said before um you know, I'm, I'm sure there's still more to find out about myself. And I thought, well, that isn't that the beautiful point that mm. you will find out something more about yourself every day until the last day of your time here, you know? And it's like, oh, that actually gives so much permission to be in a relationship with yourself, to be in this divine learning and remembering every single day. And so, there are no markers or points that you must get mm. to to have that relationship. And, in fact, there can't be. So even, um, I guess, this idea that you'll get to a certain point, you'll know all of these things about yourself, and then that's an illusion that, you'll, that we gather certain amounts of information, skills, knowings, money, etc., yeah. and then we get to be that, that vision that we can see and feel. It's like... No, every moment, every choice, every minute of your life is a part of that greater vision that you can feel and see. So it all counts, whether you feel like it does or it doesn't. It's still happening. And so the real invitation is how do you just stay in sovereign relationship with yourself no matter what's happening, no matter what markers are being set. And that I'm not against having things that we want to bring to life and create, we can make it very tangible 
And again, that's why we're in human form. I believe that's why we're souls in human bodies to bring that tangibility of the higher powers through into this particular time in the world. So there's nothing wrong with making it tangible, but it, 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 where is it coming from? And if that can be your guiding light always is have I connected in with my soul on this? Am I tuned into that? Then you can evolve and change. So that's so permission when you learn who you are, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's who you're going to be in a month's time, a year's time, yes. two years time. But it's the connection that you have with your soul because she knows who she is. She, our soul doesn't change. It's already enlightened, evolved, done the work. Yeah. So as long as we stay plugged in and charged up to our soul, <laughs> we can evolve and change and grow, but it's still always going to come from a place of soul truth. Yes. And, and giving ourselves permission. I actually did a post about this this morning, giving ourselves permission to change. And, yes. you know, there was some, someone, someone said yesterday, it, it looks like it's staying the same, but it's actually dying. Like, we everything in the world is growing and dying and rebirthing and cyclical and changing and yet we expect ourselves to remain the same and that's not how it works we are actually here to keep evolving and in ways dying and rebirthing and that is mm -hmm. perfect and I know for years I sometimes would judge myself for changing and choosing something new and pivoting. And I, I actually said to my partner the other day, I said, I'm sure that there's people that look at me, you know, like in our life or whoever, acquaintances or that look at me and think I'm, you know, probably a weirdo. <laughs> I don't know, because I don't fit a lot of the societal, conventional, you know. Mold, yeah. Exactly, exactly. But I am so proud because I keep connecting in with more of myself than ever before and I know in the long run that is going to you know serve me so well um so i just i love what you said there about the permission to just keep changing and the more that we do the more that we actually connect in with who we really are yeah absolutely and when you you know i love so much the death and rebirth um because everyone wants the rebirth because if you look at all of us wanting that that rise we all want to be the phoenix rising who you know mm -hmm. um sets the world on fire and <laughs> and has the the life that she envisioned and is fully in her power but you don't get a rebirth without death so and that's the part where people don't talk about that we've only mm -hmm. got our eye on the one prize and it's this idea of good positive happy light a lot of shadow there's a lot God, of shit yeah. that that comes with that and uh in reiki three we learn about sacred neutral and i loved it so much because it really did reframe all of the shadow parts of me all of the parts that i've thought i needed to fix heal or get rid of mm -hmm. and actually realizing that it, there, there is no fixing getting rid of pieces mm. of ourselves. It is embracing, embodying and accepting them. Mm. And that is what the sacred neutral is all about, is that you actually can meet and hold light and dark and be that full version of yourself. And I think that for me, out of everything, and that's what those posts were really about and even this conversation was so that women could start to gather all parts of themselves not only showing or highlighting the ones that they thought they needed to have 
to mm-hmm. get to a certain point. And that is just the old framework that got brought into our light worker community, yes. right? Like was still don't look like this, look like that, do this, don't do that, that's good, that's bad. And we all tried to get away from that because we were like, oh, but I don't fit these boxes of, you know, the nine to five or the married with this many children or the house that we didn't fit that. So we came over here to create something new. But then it was that you market, you need to market like this. You Mm. must show up. Numbers matter on social media, Mm. even though people are saying numbers don't matter. But then really the marketing is saying Mm. that post X amount of times and do this to get followers and do that. And so all of a sudden you find yourself in that same game of shutting down pieces of you, Mm -hmm. of only feeling like certain parts of you are welcome, that only certain parts of you will get you to where you want to go. And that's where you start to contort and conform and then wonder why it's not working because you're so far from your soul truth. And And eventually getting to this point going, wait a second, this doesn't feel like me when I look at my page or I look at what I'm presenting because slowly over time those parts got shut away. But the, the magic is that when we actually show up in our full vulnerability and share the story with the shadow that that's where the connection forms because that's people want to know that you've been there too. People want to be able to feel that realness and oh, that's where the magic is. The, it's, it's so much more than perfect copy or a perfect website or a perfect in, Instagram feed. Like you could leave all of that at the door and simply show up and do videos of your realness and your actual truth. and people would love it (laughs) and then and there are people who aren't even on social media that have incredible businesses Mm. thriving there are people that wouldn't even know about what this world this online virtual world is that we think means everything and so again it's the reminder and I just want to keep having these conversations it's not just about talking about it it's actually about showing it and that's why I'm really exploring what are the different ways that I can actually do business. So not just talking about a new way but actually creating it and how do I keep checking myself to see what's my soul truth and what is still some of the um, old stagnant energy of who I have to be, how I need to show up and I still like still even knowing all that I know and all that we're talking about and feeling it and living it, I still go, oh, I lost another follower. What does that mean? Yeah. I don't, you know, oh, no, like I haven't had any new clients sign up for a little while. What does that mean? Yeah. And it's such a constant process of unraveling all of those beliefs and coming back to what feels true. Mm-hmm. And... What do you do to give yourself space to be able to reconnect? Is that something that, like, say this afternoon I had, like, a heap of stuff to get done, but for me I was like, no, I need to just go lay on my bed for 20 minutes and do a little meditation, get rid of some of this, like, like a lot of energy fullness in my head and um, just give myself the space to do that because... It's not about being the work that we get done in our computer or on our calls all the time. If we're constantly doing that, our business isn't expanding because we're not giving ourselves the opportunity to go within and 
Um, so how do you kind of put that into your work and your life? Yeah, I love that. And you actually touched on it earlier when you spoke about that the very best thing that you can do for your business is to actually invest in your own self-growth, your own time, your own rituals, practices. And you spoke about, you know, how that energy translates. And that's one of my core beliefs and what I'm bringing into and why I keep doing the work to bring myself to this place is because I know that energy speaks louder than words. It always will. So I could spend eight hours writing really, really good content but if, my, if I haven't eaten, if I'm not taken care of, if I haven't checked in with my soul for three days, where, where's the energetic vibration behind that content? It might sound good in all of those surface level ways, you know, some really great alliteration and all yeah. the buzzwords, but what does it make people actually feel? Mm-hmm. And so for me, my go-to is always choosing myself, is choosing more time So it used to be I spent more time working and had a little pocket of of soul or self time. Now it's actually reversed. Like I spend way more hours (laughs) with myself and doing things for me and checking in and connecting, going for walks in nature, lighting candles and playing music that lights my soul up. um, Automatic journaling, which I love to do, especially if I'm heady. If I want automatic journaling. So automatic journaling is just where you might ask yourself a prompt or a question. It can be, what am I feeling? How am I feeling? Mm. And you can set a timer for 10 minutes and you write Mm. and you just let it come out of you and you don't stop. So even if your mind goes, oh, I don't know what I'm thinking or I don't know what to write or my hand's cramping, you actually write that because by doing that, you then override that part that wants to get distracted and wants to stop. And by the end, you get to some pretty juicy soul truths. (laughs) Yeah, I make some big decisions doing that. I get to the end and I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Exactly. What needs to be done here. (laughs) Yes. And then, and like, so they're just a few different things. I've also been doing um, a lot of, I'm studying and training in soul embodiment guide certification. Actually, I've got only this week left. And then I'm. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, And that has been, that's been a game changer to realizing, again, just amplifying the power that our soul actually has, but also that we hold within our body. So breath, movement and sound and using those soul guide and soul embodiment practices, that has been a really big one for me. I found that was a big one for me as well, doing that course. It was even just the energy... Like what I found a lot as well, and I'm sure you have, is when we are part of something, and I think this is important for if you guys are listening and you are creating things for people, um, is actually the most potent thing is the energetic container of what we are creating. And it's not so much about the, um, the content or the structure. That is totally what I have discovered on this journey myself. You know, I've got all these women starting this week for this program and I don't have a layout yet. Like mm-hmm. I'm literally going to sit down and channel, see what comes through and then I'll just show up and whatever happens, happens. And I trust that the energetic container that is being created is going to be the most transformative thing of all. And for me, being part of that program, it wasn't so much about the content, but the energetic transformation and drop-ins that happened from being part of it. Have you, do you find that with like a lot of the things that you do? 
Definitely. I feel like um, we can spend a lot of time trying to get to the answers from our mind and um, even, even the form of coaching. And so where I've come from, it was very much about talking things out mm-hmm. and I could feel like there was a piece missing and even for myself. And I've done a lot of, and you mentioned this earlier, but um, gone on a journey of a lot of healing and doing a lot of work with energy healers and soul medicine practitioners. And so the work I was having done to me was really about getting me out of my head and processing things on a cellular level through my body, breath, movement, um, you know, even just healings that are completely unseen. So there's no tangible conversation that goes along with it. But man, you feel it. And you can't explain it, but your whole world changes or an activation that is like simply your every cell in your body lights up and it all makes sense. Yes. Even though you never articulate what it is that you've just yeah. realized. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I was having all of that done, but then there was, and I was like, how do I, how do I do help my clients receive this? How do, and so that's why I've said about all of the learning of Reiki and ready one, two, and three, and soul embodiment, because it's like some of it can't be thought out. And I find that still that that's why I need to make sure that I'm turning to these practices regularly because they get me to a place that I cannot get myself in my mind. And so yes. I can spend a lot of time trying to think my way to a business solution or what, you know, even conflict with a friend or something that you're wanting to get a a resolution solution or answer to and I'm like oh all I needed to do was like move my body and breathe and connect in and the light intuition drops in the answers real quick yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, yes I I really love that you've just said that and I find that as well with um, sessions with people even in an hour I'll just show up as a blank slate and trust what I'll just trust the intuition that comes through for the whole session and what I can feel in my body of their energy. And we don't know where it's going. Like neither of us, I've got no idea where we're going in the session. Like, oh, okay, I have to say this, so I'm going to say this, so we need to go here now. And it's always, pretty much always, and something underneath that they had no idea was there. They, In their mind, they're like, this is what I'm trying to figure out. This is what I'm focusing on. But as we know, there's so much subconsciously going on. And so by being able to trust that guidance that comes through, it, as we said, your soul knows your medicine. And being able to learn how to support people with that, to actually connect with themselves at soul level and be able to listen to what they need rather than trying to think it through is so incredibly powerful. And you do, you have shifts like this when you get mm-hmm. to it at that deep, deep level. And that can change everything in your life when you start connecting in from that space because it, there's just this inner knowing that is so much bigger than what we can get to from our head. It's <laughs> crazy. From our human, right? Because yeah. like, that's what drives that part of us, whereas it's like, oh, there's actually other guidance and messaging that we can tune into through our spiritual GPS system. Mm. And the only way to access that is to go beyond the mind and into our body. I have a quick question for you before we finish off today. Do you remember, maybe it would have been like a year or two ago and we were messaging about um, numerology and, Mm -hmm. and the, um, and the pinnacles 
And I remember, was it your second pinnacle? It must have been your second pinnacle. And it was when we looked at what it meant, it was really stepping into this new spiritual leadership (laughs) phase. And what age was that? Has it lined up with what we looked at? Um, Oh, my gosh. Now I can't even think what age it said. I feel like um, 30, so I'm 32. I was about to say 32. Yeah, 33. I don't know about the pinnacle, but 33 has come through in multiple situations and scenarios that 33 is when I'm going to reach like a certain level within my own journey Mm -hmm. Um, and even that and I say that because I can still even right now be like oh like I just I want to I would just want to know like you know more of what it's going to look like and start receiving it and you know, you just want to have your shit together. And we spoke about that before about not needing to and that, in fact, you're never going to. But even that, like, going, oh, so 33s and things are going to happen. But when I thought about that, it like, even straight away, it was like, that's a whole year that you don't need, like, don't stress. Don't yeah. stop trying to force things. And then, So even that was like, oh, I can surrender even more. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, like, who knows what's going to happen at 33 and I'm not, like, attached to well by on my 33rd birthday big shit better happen (laughs) better not wait till your last day of your 33rd (laughs) year (laughs) just to talk to you (laughs) exactly um but yeah I think it's just and that you know there are other women I look at women that I really admire and um some of them it wasn't like they're they're in their 50s and 60s and you look at what they're doing in their life and what they're doing in the world. I mean, I look at Oprah and I mean, she's been around for many, many years now, but I look at her and she still has so much life and so much to do and she's still learning. And so it's like, why do we keep giving ourselves these ridiculous timeframes? actually live our life. I think that when I look at my mom, she's 65 this year and, um, she's been doing this work. She, well, she just started learn like she started doing massage and stuff at the age I'm at now. So when I was born mm-hmm. and then she had to figure out this whole journey on her own. Cause she had obviously no one really around. There was no internet or anything <laughs> and um, a very lonely journey too, when there's no, not many other people who are in this spiritual space. Yeah. But you know, I'm like, wow, you consistently showed up for 30 years every day as a single mum working with people doing sessions figuring it out like you haven't stopped in that long and you've provided for your family you know and and at 65 she still thinks that that and she knows she doesn't think she knows that her biggest work is yet to come yes and it is and it's like (sighs) yeah I hold that as so much inspiration because I'm like, look at me getting, you know, any time that I like get my, might get frustrated or want some answers and I'm only 31, you know, <laughs> and she'll quietly just be like, give me a little reminder. <laughs> yeah. And like, even when, you, if you think of it like that, so it's like she's saying to you, you've still got another 30 years and you might not even yeah. be at your, at your point, yeah. you know, of, of greatest expansion. And so that, that's it. Like how juicy is that? A hundred percent. And I, and I mean, well, we could talk all day, but we, we will need to get up soon. But um, 
I love that as well. Like that concept of the, the is it the crone, like the, the older mm-hmm. woman and actually really looking up to the, to the mature woman with those eyes of awe and inspiration and um, honoring them rather than a lot of society can look at, you know, as people get older and into that stage of their life, it's like, oh, you're not relevant anymore. Mm-hmm. But actually honoring them for the wisdom that they have and, and what they can share with us and all of it. I really hope to can, like approach womanhood from that way of actually really honoring the process of growing older and it not needing to be that this stage that we're at right now is everything because it's just, it just feels like the beginning. I agree. I could not agree more. And I'm, so excited for all of us who are really only at our beginning yeah. <laughs> little babies we'll probably look back at these when we're older and go oh they thought they knew so much <laughs> <laughs> yeah well like hence me i don't know even just five years ago i i honestly thought that i knew so much yeah. <laughs> you know nothing you and know that's nothing. the whole point right <laughs> that is enlightenment uh, yeah you, you know absolutely you know nothing, nothing. We're like, we're like little green buds just starting to poke out. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for being here. I honestly feel like we could have spoken for another three days, but I do not. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big topic. Like we've barely even scratched yeah. the surface on, on all of the threads that are woven through this. But ultimately, it, this is just, I hope if this conversation serves for anything, it is just a permission slip for all women to start to listen to themselves more and tune in to that soul voice, no matter who is speaking around them, no matter what everyone or everything else is saying. Like if you can connect into that soul voice and start to honour and respect that above all else, you cannot be led wrong. Thank you for having this beautiful conversation. I love so you. So welcome. I love and you too. Setting the intention that even if we just babbled for however long, that the energetic container of this episode will plant the seed for some transformation. I agree. <laughs> All right, beautiful. Love you lots. Love you too. Thank you. Well, beautiful, that's today's episode. My hope is that you've reconnected with a part of yourself today or simply taken a moment just for you. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love to connect with you. You can probably see what I'm up to today over on my Instagram stories at jesslee underscore Williams. And if you feel called to work together, all my private coaching and healing sessions as well as programs can be found on my website at jessleeonline.com. The light in me recognizes the light in you and you are so enough exactly as you are. Sending love beautiful and I look forward to connecting again soon.